0: And what's your name, bro? Jamie. Jamie. And where are you from, Jamie? Um, well, Scotland girl? You're from Scotland? Uh, London. London. You're both? Ju- just
1: me.
0: From Scotland to London? From London
1: Scotland.
0: to Scotland. From London to Scotland. All right, let me just give you a piece of advice. You've been living in Glasgow for the last 12 years, <laughs> and you've never been to London. <laughs> <laughs> in fact, Hate London, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hear that laugh? Those are the other English people who've been practicing a Scottish accent. and That guy is definitely from Scotland, and he is about to eat my goddamn lunch. <laughs> <laughs> See, right there. Yes, looking I am. Look in my face. <laughs> he's trying to smile, but he doesn't know how.
1: Glasgow <laughs> yeah. won't help
0: him. Glasgow won't help him. <laughs> where should I tell him? He should say he's from Edinburgh. Edinburgh. So, <laughs> Slowly breaking you down. That's a <laughs> I dear, do it. I'll do a Glasgow pun. We all know you love those. Oh yeah. See? <laughs> See that? Anyway, uh, the show hasn't even begun. What's your name, sir? Jim. Jim. John. Hey, Jim. How are you? <laughs> Great. Oh, uh, Squeeze like a vice grip. I mean, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> and Jim, what do you do for a living? Smile again. Still not a laugh, but I got a correction. Oh, good. (laughs) Twice today. How was the show? Pretty good until the comedian got a sucking head wound. (laughs) We we stayed for the full hour. We put money in the bucket. It was very impressive. He bled a lot. About people in Edinburgh. A of tea. He just yelled, I'll find your tea. It's either an electrical reference or he's threatening me with a cup of tea. Either way, I'm very concerned. This will be my final communique. I'll be found. My body will be described as shocked, probably. He <laughs> yes, asked, I don't appreciate the audience not laughing very hard at that shocked joke. Jim almost laughed, but then he stopped because he wants to be part of a <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, true. <laughs> uh, and Jim, uh, who are you here with? Son. Uh, son. Which one is your son? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Your father's a very quiet man, isn't yes. he? Yeah, and what is your name, brother? Really? Simon. Simon. Cheery, lovely. What do you do, Simon? Uh, I'm a team leader. You're a team leader, making your father proud with the job. That Customer service team. Customer service team. So you're teaching them all how to stare at tourists and give them misdirections? <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. I knew you guys were doing that on purpose. Where's the cow gate? Well, you're on the cow gate, So you're going to want to go up a hill that will lead you back to the bottom of the hill. <laughs> <laughs> and what specific company do you work customer service yeah, for? Is it B- it's actually B- right? on the board. Yeah. Tri- what's that? Yeah. You work in customer service for treatment. which train company? <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> You work for trainline.com? No, No, they are actually very helpful. (laughs) (laughs) If it was a specific train company, I would have some words that Jamie would have to cover his ears for. Because there are swear words that you haven't heard yet. Because I'm from Canada and we say things like hoser, that's one. It means not a nice guy. (laughs) (laughs) But also wears a hockey jersey. (laughs) Trainline.com is actually a great company because they say no refunds. But if you lie about when you bought the ticket. <laughs> they will give you a refund. <laughs> Cause somebody figured out they can't see when you purchase the ticket and it goes on the honor system and some of us aren't very honorable when they book a ticket to Birmingham when they're supposed to go to Bristol.
1: <laughs> and also,
0: some of us are from Canada and sometimes think, well, Birmingham's very close to Bristol and then you look at a map and you go, I am literally an idiot. <laughs> yeah, but In like a comedy fire. <laughs> <laughs> He's both nodding and smiling, which is a standing ovation in Edinburgh. <laughs> uh, Simon is having a good time because someone's taking the nick out of his father. Obviously, your father will win in the end when he beats the shit out of you. <laughs> but luckily my mom's here, so it'll be parents be parents, kids be kids. And you and I probably won't fight, we'll probably be like, Hey, can you give me a discount at all? <laughs>
1: So the website really falls
0: apart a lot, and then you and my mom are just beating the <laughs> shit out of us.
1: <laughs> You're
0: Scottish, you see these Canadians, so you have a lot, a lot of fucking rage about the people that are right next yeah. to your country. <laughs> 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 Joke about Scottish relations with English and Canadian relations with America. As I said, I will explain jokes as we go along, and it will not <laughs> slow me down, right, sir? Are you ready to finally start the show, sir? I am, yes. I'm gonna talk to you in one second. <laughs> Forty five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Are we ready to start the show? Are we ready? Let's yeah. and gentlemen, please welcome onto the stage that he's already stood in front of. It's John Hastings, everybody! Yeah! Alright, here we are, tucked nice and neatly into the room where Anne Frank wrote her book. <laughs> it's uh it's it looks like it should be hot outside, yet it's somehow cold because Scotland knows how to tell you, bring a jacket, no matter what it looks like outside. I do like seeing all the tourists in shorts and sandals just freezing to death, while all the jocks are just have a sweater jauntily tied around their neck, waiting for someone to say something about it so then they can punch them in the face. And I'm not saying that the Scottish are violent people, I'm just saying that they don't really like when we come to their city for the festival for the entire month, and leave literally millions of pounds in their country. There goes Jim again. Allowing them to have free university while the rest of us get to pay for it one month at a time. (laughs) And Nathan, you're dead front row. And Nathan, who are you here with? Two friends? Two friends, yeah. And uh, this is your friend?
1: Uh,
0: Yeah. What kind of friend? Well, his girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) It's his girlfriend. That lady thinks there's more than that. What? (laughs) I'm very nervous. I suddenly turned the show into Jeremy Kyle. (laughs) And Nathan, what brings you to the... um, I live just around the corner, so. In Edinburgh? Yeah. What's your address? <laughs> I don't actually know. What's that? Marchmont Road? I don't really know. It's a long road. How do you find your house? You just head through the meadows and start screaming, Liz! Liz! Open the door, Liz! Do you guys live together? Well, then that must be very difficult. How do you find your way home? I, d- I, d- I don't really know. What do you do for a living, brother? I'm at university. You're at university, and what are you studying at university? Hopefully not geography. <laughs> <laughs> business management. Business management. Yeah. Favorite business person? <coughs> Sir Alan Sugar. Really? Yeah. It's just because you've seen The Apprentice. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna go far. I don't like Alan Sugar because he looks—he looks too smug. To, for a man named Sugar. You know what I mean? Like, if he was like Alan Sauer. you'd be like, that's yeah, this fucking face. But Alan Sugar shouldn't be like, you know what we're gonna do? We're gonna buy this business and then burn it down in front of the people that own it. Why? Because I don't give a care. <laughs> And also, he made The Apprentice, because The Apprentice in North America stars Donald Trump and then his daughter, who he's constantly calling very attractive, much to the creepiness of everyone watching the show. And it's got like celebrities on it and like zealous celebrities. Because in North America, we let our celebrities go away, unlike in the United Kingdom, where you just keep bringing them back. Big Brother, Island of Misfit Toys, Jim Davidson's show. Can we talk about the big break again? How was that a popular television program? Yeah, and that's what everyone says. They just go, it was great, it was great. And then I go, why why was it great? I really the trick yeah. I it's not that's not a television show. That's something your dad friend does in a pub, and you go, that was amazing. You don't go get some lights. We're gonna need a craft services table. Get me a racist homophobe, put him in a tuxedo. And we'll just ignore his act, which is mostly, these black people are ridiculous. I'm not, I'm doing a character there. I wasn't just turning this in. No, this didn't just turn in. I know. It, I thought, we, you're, you, I thank you for pointing it out because sometimes I think I'm crazy, but it's so, it's an interesting thing and I like it because the UK, you guys are politically correct. And I agree, I think political correctness is a good thing, but there is this sensitivity where you're like, that, that bowl is black. That bowl is whatever color it wants to be. no, That bowl is a bowl, that bowl isn't a person that if it traveled to the United States would be risked being shot by a police officer. I'm just specifying which bowl I would like. I would like the big black bowl. The bowl is not big, the bowl is the size it chooses to be. For fuck's sake! I just want to, for sugar's sake, I just want to enjoy some salad from a a black bowl because I like to be healthy but come across like a Bond villain. I, um, when I selected this room, I made sure that it was a uh, one I could not fit into properly. <laughs> because I thought, you know what, I'm not standing nearly uh, as much like Quasimodo. So I, I, I made sure that I, and then I got this chair that was super high, so it's just compacting my spine in like this fun yoga performance way. And this is the first time we were able to get both fans going, because usually it feels like I'm performing a show just in a man's crotch. <laughs> But this time of the show, everyone's clothes feel like banana bread. Nathan, your coiffed hair would be lilting like a boy band after it all had gone wrong. <laughs> and, and Nathan, so you're studying business management. And what, what do you want to be when you grow up? Uh, I, I don't, know. don't know. You don't know. <coughs> you could be a team leader. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and you're, uh, you have a lot of muscles. Do you work out a lot? Uh, no, not really. really. Stand up. <laughs> Turn around. Look, the, the, he looks pretty muscular. What are you saying? You don't work out. That's genetic?
1: Uh, probably, yeah.
0: You don't know how to answer a question, do you? <laughs> what color is this guy? Blue. Veal is? I don't, I don't know. Jamie, veal is? Uh, beach. It's, that It's closer to and his. It is, it is, it is not fish. (laughs) Veal is? Baby cow? Very good, I know your dad helped you with that, but you're 12 years old, so I'm going to allow it. Nathan, Nathan, venison is? Deer? It's just deer, but baby deer would be horrifying. What restaurant have you been to that serves baby deer? Welcome to Depression and Sons, where Morrissey's always on the jukebox and the only thing we serve still comes with a head. Welcome to Depression and Sons. We are not for a romantic getaway. We're for when you want to break up with someone, but you don't have the gumption to do it yet. Depression and Sons. Again, not a real restaurant, but you guys all took me very seriously when I went <laughs> to that JAG. And I um, know you guys also studying here. I think you're studying at the University of Edinburgh, I'm sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. you guys are also studying? Liz Jordan. and Jordan, yeah. you look like a Jordan oh, kind of guy who could bla- play play basketball but then later grows a Hitler mustache. <laughs> that's a reference to famed basketball player Michael Jordan who was good at playing basketball and then grew a Hitler mustache. I liked it. You guys didn't have to. Now, <laughs> Jordan, what are you studying? You seem like you're graphic you, design. Graphic design. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a career that not everyone can do using a computer now, so I think you'll be <laughs> fine. <laughs> Fa- Favorite artist, Jordan? Oh, George, I don't even know. <laughs> so you draw professionally, but you don't know any artists in the world. Yeah, much, yeah. 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 this is going to be a. G- <laughs> you guys have great futures ahead of you. He is an artist who hates art. She has a, she has a, future, you know. she has a future, so you guys are glomming onto her. <laughs> Please tell me you're studying medicine. Yeah. Are you really? <laughs> Fucking got Jim again, too. (laughs) Two to five, Jim. Two to five. And you're studying medicine? Particular field of medicine? Have you determined that? No idea. Don't know. No idea? Favorite part of the body? Mine. Pancreas, because it's fun to say. (laughs) How are you? Oh, I'm having a pancreas of a day. (laughs) See, it sounds like not a good day, not a bad day. Just a day. What does the pancreas do?
1: I haven't done that yet.
0: Yeah, you're not... You're not really helping the case of this row right here. I'm studying medicine, what is the pancreas? I haven't gotten to that yet. I do a lot of sleeping. I'm gonna be a coroner when I'm a doctor, not because I want to, but because people are gonna die anyway. So I might as well just be there when they die. That would've been funnier if I could've truncated that into a timed and well context joke instead of just explaining what a coroner does in a hurtful and mean manner to Liz who laughed and cried then laughed again. And so you're what, first year? Well, going into second. Going into second year. So you could possibly not be a doctor. You could do what a lot of my friends do, which is they get almost to the point of med school, and then they go, ah, fudge. And now they're comedians, and their parents are, the word's not proud, but they have some (laughs) feelings about it. (laughs) And uh, where are you from, Liz? Newcastle. Newcastle, lovely place, if it weren't for all the people (laughs) and their behavior. I don't know what it is about the Geordies, but you guys love Newcastle, yet you disrespect that city. Like, the amount of pee that is on every surface that is not a toilet is shocking. If you could somehow harness public urination of the Geordie person on a Friday night in Newcastle, you could power the United Kingdom for 10,000 years off one Friday. It doesn't even need to be a bank holiday weekend. Like, the I will never forget it. Just turn the corner. Jamie, you've gone pee before, right? And you know not to pee outside all the time? I assume so, yes. You assume so, yes. You're gonna be a great lawyer one day, Jamie. You're gonna make your father very proud. Did you see that? He didn't even laugh, he just nodded. That's right. And he's not gonna be like a lawyer like Liz is a doctor. You ask him what a pancreas pancreas is, he's gonna say, I have no knowledge of that body part, but you cannot prove that I do or do not know what a pancreas is. <laughs> um, so if you ever go to Newcastle, in Newcastle they do this thing where they drink a lot of alcohol. And not how like the English say that the Scottish drink a lot of alcohol, because Scots do, but they handle it. Like you'll never see a drunken Scottish person. They'll just be in a pub and then they're in their house. Some stuff might be broken, but you'll never see them do it. <laughs> they're, like f- they're like foxes with tins of cider on their back. It's the cutest thing in the entire world because I like it when you guys reach the end of the night. There's no like, I'll see you later. It's just, I'm done, and you're gone. <laughs> um, but in Newcastle, they stay out a little too late. So one time, and by late I mean at 6 p.m., the light, the sun was still out. I uh, I came across, there was a big giant shopping center in the center of Newcastle called the? Eldon Square? The Eldon Square? What's yeah. the what? Yeah, yeah. Good talk. <laughs> and there was a, a lady she was wearing a very short skirt, luckily, so she could squat over a manhole grate and just pee while making eye contact with a police officer. <laughs> I never fell in love instantly before, Jamie. <laughs> And um, do you prefer living in Edinburgh or Newcastle? And as much as I rag on Newcastle, I do really love Newcastle. I got my the best haircut of my life in Newcastle. Just this pretty lady was in front of a barbershop, and she just went, your hair's too long. Come in here. I'll cut it for free. And then when I sat down, she went, it's 10 pounds. I gotcha. <laughs> I was like, I respect your graft, miss. But then I, I bargained with her, and I was like, give me a, like one of them hot shaves. I'd never had one of those before, but I have very like thin facial hair. So really, I just paid someone 10 quid to cut my hair and slightly cut my face with a razor blade. (laughs) But still a worthwhile experience. And uh, so do you prefer Edinburgh or Newcastle? I love them both, I don't know. I think you could be a politician, Liz. (laughs) When you figure out medicine's not for you, but that's a perfect answer. Do you like these two places? I love them both equally, which is technically impossible, but I somehow do it. Why? Because I'm lying. (laughs) And how did you and Jordan meet? In what? I hope you're not saying in holes. Because there's a child right there. And that is inappropriate talk. I'm gonna, in halls. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. And it's not nearly as disgusting. In halls, now who approached who? We were neighbors. Yeah. So you knocked on her door to borrow a little cup of Allen sugar, if you know what I'm saying. So did you approach her, or did she approach you? Um, no, I, I, I approached her, yeah. And were you nervous about approaching her? Uh, no, not so, not so much. We got to know each other. We got to know each other over the year, so. What was your, like, cool move that you used? Did you, like, draw draw her a picture of, like, your heart with her face oh, in I it? pictures, yeah. <laughs> Keep it fucking family-friendly, aren't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, Let's calm it down. Jamie's right there, and he's, He's 12 years old, he's moved from London to Scotland. He's gonna learn a lot this year and you're not gonna be the one to begin it. Um, he's gonna learn that iron brew is delicious, whatever. And uh, I'm gonna say it right now, I don't like iron brew. I understand you guys really enjoy it. If I wanna drink cough medicine, I'll just drink cough medicine. Yep, knew that that was gonna get Jim down to a, I don't care for that at all. I had my son christened in iron brew. And you got I don't go in for a lot of Scottish stereotypes, but Iron Brew is the one where it's like that there's Iron Brew ice cream now. I don't know who was walking around going, I wanna con- I wanna place together the intense sugary nature of Iron Brew and also the intense sugary nature of ice cream. Because I'm hungover but unable to drink. <laughs> we can put that in an ice cream. Make it happen. We'll sell Literally, the population of Scotland worth of Iron Brew ice cream, and everyone else will go, I don't think so, and then leave. <laughs> it's kind of like Vegemite's about to go illegal in uh, Australia. I don't know if you've read this, but uh, homeless people have figured out if you melt Vegemite down, you can drink it and it gets alcohol in it. And so they're about, th- I'm serious. <laughs> and then, I like how you would, are you upset that you hadn't figured that out? You- you're gonna try it? Listen, I kinda did try it one time when I was in Australia. You gotta not use a microwave, because in the end, you just end up burning your fingers. And, uh, and so, um, so they're now getting rid of Vegemite, and half the population is like, that's insane, what are we gonna put on our toast? And the other half is like, butter. <laughs> and Marmite, I'll, I'll go in for Marmite occasionally, but when you I see people slather on Marmite on toast. It's like you're having toast with butter, it's already delicious. Why are you putting the scrapings of a barrel on some delicious food? And I understand you can like it. Just because I don't like something doesn't mean you have to not like it. Even though when you go after certain foods on this island, you guys act like I'm saying something like, I don't care about this puppy. Time to kill it with a hammer. Let's make it happen. (laughs) You see that, nervous? You're like, "Ah, I knew it. Anyone who doesn't like Marmite also wants to kill a puppy. That's why I have Marmite every day just a spoon of, of it by my bed, puts a nice scowl on my face so I can walk around the United Kingdom like a United Kingdom citizen should, staring forward, never saying hello. <laughs> I'll win you back, watch me do it. Now, <laughs> And miss, what is your name? Gemma. Gemma, beautiful name. It is, I like it. Uh, I wasn't making a joke, I really like the name Gemma. If I had a son, I would name him Gemma because I want him to be tough.
1: <laughs>
0: Thank you, no problem. And Gemma, what do you do for a living? You're an events manager. What kind of events do you manage? Well, um, also, but we're doing one here. Ooh. We're running a Tia Maria bar. Oh, running a Tia yeah. Maria bar? Yeah, like what the- in the name of holy what's and who's it's is a Tia Maria bar? We've covered that differently with mercy and Udry. Yeah, I know you guys are leaving. Put some goddamn money in the bucket, or I'm sending, <laughs> I'm sending Jim after you. I did not hear the clink of coins guy who looks like a bass player. Sonic, you sucked! <laughs> yeah, he'll feel that one. Not all. Yeah. That's right, him and Kim Noble are now off to go make a song that sounds like this. Now, back to you, Jim. What is a Tia Maria bar? Oh yeah cuz whenever I see whenever I see milk I think we need to put some alcohol in that cuz my stomach doesn't feel like throwing up right now. <laughs> it's actually really nice it's, it's good. Oh. I didn't think it is good, really good. I do like your honesty. I thought it was going to be absolute <laughs> shit but I did no work on it but Lucky Stars elves what is Tia maria I don't know what that is. It's like a liqueur, a dark liqueur. I don't care for liqueurs. It's a coffee based liqueur. From Jamaica? Okay. We're, we're, we're the ones serving the drinks, and Jenna and Alex said that there's a free drink for everyone that came to this comedy show uh, from the on there. You know what? They did speak to me about this before. So there is free booze from the Tia Maria float, whatever you want, even if they don't have anything. You can just ask them. And if you don't want to drink, they'll give you just five pounds or the equivalent worth of the drink. And, Jamie, I know you're too young to drink, so you can show up and they're just going to give you some money. And guess what, guys? We are in Scotland. That's a verbal contract. Now it's binding. <laughs> Boo-boo! Not proven, not correct! (laughs) Jim laughed again. Now, so you're the bartenders? You guys look like two child's drawings of bartenders. Like, you're like, you're like the cool leader one who gets all the chick's numbers and say things like, no, I don't do any flair bartending. (laughs) Woo-boo! Shot glass! And yeah, yeah, and then you're like the X Factor bartender who's just sort of like, someone walks up and goes like, I'll have a rum and coke, and you're like, we don't serve that here, man. You're a man, you drink straight whiskey. And then you spit the whiskey out of your mouth, and you go, that's how much of a man I am. And then you do a shot and just throw the shot glass against a wall, because in this case, part of the bar is in like the Old West. (laughs) I fell asleep watching Deadwood last night, so there's a lot of stuff going on in here. And and what's your name, brother? Uh, Sergio. Let's try that again. Sergio. Sergio. Ah, Sergio. Probably Italian, but could be Spanish. Possibly Scottish with Italian parents. Where are you from, Sergio? makes sense. (laughs) Where in Italy, Sergio? Near Milan. What's that? Mm, Sarondo. Amaretto town? I know Amaretto. How often are you asked about the mafia, Sergio? (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Does it get annoying? Uh, No. You're very good at customer service. You should. Work for trainline.com. <laughs> so people, you're being Italian, people are constantly like Italian, right? You're. Uh... Yeah, no, I can tell you look like Super Mario if Super Mario got laid. <laughs> you look like the hipster cousin of Mario and Luigi, Sergio, who visits from Brooklyn. And it's like, you guys need to stop hanging out in these tubes and come to this bar, ironically called Tube. The joke there is that Brooklyn is a very hipster part of New York, and uh, the Mario brothers also lived in Brooklyn. Of course, they lived there in the 1980s when it was more of a family neighborhood for the businesses within Manhattan. But because of gentrification of Manhattan, people couldn't afford to live in Manhattan anymore, so a lot of the hipster community and artist groups have moved into Brooklyn, particularly places like Williamsburg, which were known for bagels and crackheads, and are now known for jeans so tight you could see your asshole from the front. (laughs) As I said, I will explain the jokes, and they will not slow me down. Now, Sergio, how long have you been in fair bonnie Scotland? I'm from London, actually. From I live, I live in London. you live in London, so I live in London too. So you're a immigrant to the United yeah, Kingdom. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you get really kind of like pissed off when UKIP was like making the run at the Parliament and they kept mentioning Polish people, and you're like, I'm here too, and I'm not even paying tax. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always pay tax. Yeah, yeah. Me too, brother. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I got my accountant on it right now. <laughs> Seriously, though, no, I do pay tax. I had to pay tax in two countries this year because the Prime Minister of Canada changed the law that said if you're a freelance person, that means that you can be taxed on any income anywhere. So I had to pay taxes in two countries. It was a real fun day. Luckily, the U.K. has very strict tax laws, which means you can't be taxed twice. So the U.K. then just said, oh, then you don't have to be taxed here. And I was like, what? What's that? And they're like, yeah, yeah, just pay taxes in Canada, and we'll take that... I- from them, and uh, I was pretty happy with the United Kingdom tax people. Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. I said, "Thank you, thank you. You're, you're really great." And the guy at the other end of the line went, "Are you, are you crying?" And I was like, <laughs> "And I was like, N- no. Have a good day, sir. Uh, I will. Um, I wish that story wasn't true." And um, and Sergio, do you always bartend? Are you like, you love bartending? Do you, fl- do, you do flare bartending? Does he do flare bartending? Do you really? Do we have any cups? Oh yeah.
1: Exactly,
0: yeah, yeah. Finish that beer. <laughs> yeah, baby.
1: No, I'm all responsible
0: You're doing your people proud, my friend. <laughs> your cool glasses and your laissez-faire attitude. You have a journal on you and it's full of poetry, isn't it? I like how you look down. <laughs> Sergio, never be captured by an enemy state because you will fall into brainwashing <laughs> so quickly. You work for us. Yeah, fine. That's whatever. That's fine. <laughs> you will obey everything we say. Yeah, I'm on board. Yeah, it's cool. Whatever. Uh, and Sergio, favorite thing about living in London? Because London, it's a bad rap. You come up here and you say, I live in London, and they act like you just took out your bum and started pooping on a baby. <laughs> I like how I said, took out your bum like you can take it out of a bag. This is my bum. I had it removed surgically. Sorry about this. Um, Favorite thing about living in London, Sergio? Uh,
1: Music everywhere.
0: Where do you live in in London?
1: I I used to live in many places.
0: You used to live in many places. But you lived in those one at a time, unless you were running from something, which would then explain why people were constantly talking to you about the mafia. (laughs) So now where do you live? Uh, South London. It's a very big city. No one is going to track you down, Sergio. It's East Dulwich. East Dulwich. That's a uh, okay. And uh what kind of music do you hear in East Dulwich? Uh, jazz. Really? Yeah. What kind of jazz? Like a homeless guy who found a saxophone, or? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, i Usually, like two guys in a pub playing. I dig.
0: I do like the the music you can see in London. My favorite thing, though in London is when the buskers meet the crazy homeless people. <laughs> because it's one unreasonable human being dealing with a crazy person. <laughs> and my favorite example is, is I live in uh, Finsbury Park uh, and sort of like Haringey area. So it's half Turkish people who own businesses that I think just sell men smoking in front of them. <laughs> and then half, then just half Hipster bakeries and it's like perfectly split down the middle and then one giant wig shop and it's so big and has such a wide selection. I once went in there and went, hey, I'm looking for like a pink bob that would fit on this head, and they went, how pink. <laughs> and so it was just very bizarre area. And so now you're getting like street performers, like people playing guitar, but you still have the crazy homeless people. And so I'm in front of Finsbury Park, and there was this guy playing the banjo, and well, too. So you're like, wow, you really didn't have a lot of friends for a while that you were like, I'm going to pick up the most annoying-sounding musical instrument to learn. And I'm counting bagpipes. I knew a guy. I lived with a guy who was trying to learn the bagpipes. Now, it's sort of like if you put a cat and a water balloon in a dryer, and then turn the dryer on, and then threw it down an elevator shaft. (laughs) And But the banjo is even worse, because the banjo constantly goes out of tune, so you have to know how to tune it and untune it and get it perfectly right while still going like, and this guy was ripping on the banjo, and then this homeless guy, just so crazy homeless, my favorite type, like the kind where you're like, I don't want you to have a home because you seem like you're just out there making it happen, buddy. <laughs> and, and he just walks up and he goes, this is my spot for music! And the banjo player is kind of like, dun 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 dun. and he's like, no, I, I got a license from the city. And he went, from who? I know everybody! <laughs> and the banjo player just sort of stops and, he, and he's like, um, I think it was uh, from the Herringay Council. I don't know the specific person. And he goes, good answer! And then the homeless guy walked away. <laughs> ah. And so, your Itali- favorite Italian food? It was spaghetti. Tomato sauce. It's yeah, it's so amazing, right? Yeah. It is weird because pizza is often associated with Italy, but really it's more of an American food, correct? Uh,
1: no, but it's easier. It's, <laughs> it's easier to make spaghetti. Really easy. Two seconds.
0: Do you make the noodles like raw? You just put some flour and some eggs and go. <laughs> this is me whipping. I'm not holding a vibrator and fighting a dog. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I'm really sorry, sir. <laughs> um, do you make the, like the noodles like raw? Yeah, beautiful.
1: <laughs> no, no, he was
0: correct. Technically spaghetti is Italian and noodles are from Southeast Asia but what w- what specifically is sp- it's a spaghetti noodle? So we're both right. That's why my middle name is John always has to win Hastings. And uh, do you put meat in the tomato sauce or do you go old school? Just tomatoes? I have a, like an aunt on my, my uncle John. I have three uncle Johns. Or I have two uncle Johns. I'm the third John in my family, which is very fun growing up because when I was five, I was called Baby John until I stood on my chair during a family dinner and screamed, I'm not a baby anymore. <laughs> and then they started calling me Little John. And I was like, I'm not little either. I've been this size since I was six. <laughs> and so now they call me John John, which I loathe more than anything. <laughs> Because the only other person named John John was John F. Kennedy, and things didn't turn out so good for him. And so, but there's two others, and one of them is um, my uncle, uh, my mom, uncle? Yeah, he's my uncle. Uncle John Bellini, my mom's here. I didn't just look at an empty chair. Mother, are you here? Um, My uncle John Bellini, and he is Italian, and his mom, Mrs. Bellini, turns out, I just realized this, I don't actually know her first name. What is her first name? Mrs. Is there, is that an Italian name? I I know. Do you not? Do you know her? Do you know her first name? Know, her what do you know? What her first name is? No. Holy shit! <laughs> this woman has been in my life my entire life. No idea what her first name is. Do you know any Bellinis in Italy? Uh, Bellini is a surname, yeah. Good one. Wo- it is a cocktail. Do yeah. so you know them on both sides? Yeah. Thank you. Uh, anyway, she makes lasagna, and I don't. It's literally just noodles and sauce, and just tomato sauce. It's the greatest thing I've ever eaten in my life. I can't fucking figure out what is happening on that boot-shaped country. But do you guys teach voodoo for food? You just look at a tomato and you go, and then you grill it, and it's like, it's like a thousand flavors. Like, we do it better, and then you just, it's just I can't figure it out because like, you can learn how to cook like Asian food, Indian food, American food, Scottish food. And no, I'm not talking deep fried Mars bars. Those were invented for when we come up here and they want to laugh at us. <laughs> they actually have stews, an amazing way to prepare various root vegetables because a lot of things didn't grow here. So they had to figure out how to cook a carrot and it, to make it taste good as opposed to, oh my god, this tree's gone bad. And, <laughs> and all of that stuff. But Italian food, you have to have an Italian in the room going, what are you doing to the water? You didn't bless it first! You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? What do you mean you didn't go to church today? We're making bro- broccoli rob! you want it to set? And I, I, don't even know it could do that. Get out of the way! And they always, you know, it's just, yeah, so good. I really want lasagna now. And, uh, and your name, brother, sorry. Keelan. Keelan. Keelan yes. And where are you from, Keelan? I'll give you Irish. The rest of Ireland would not give you Ireland. I'll be half the rest of Ireland so. Yeah. See, you guys protect who is an Irish person more than, en- like Scotland. You guys passively, right, like an American or a Canadian shows up and are like, my great 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 grandfather had a roommate who was from Scotland. <laughs> so I'm Scottish, and you guys get take the fucking kilt off and fuck off. I mean, take the fudging kilt off, and please leave, sir. That's how you say things politely, and. Um, But Ireland, you're literally like, I've been, you haven't been to Ireland, I've been to Ireland, because I was born there. Like, it's the most, you protect it, because Americans, there's a kid right there. He needs to know the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't going to say it, because there's Irish people here, Jamie, but just know, she's right. It's not true. I really liked Ireland when I was in the airport for 45 minutes because of a plane problem. And uh, where in Ireland are you from? Dublin So actual Ireland, not the Northern Ireland that the people in North America also think is Ireland, and they correct you very quickly when you get that wrong and really like, but they're the reason that it they don't even know their own history that that's all I kind of respect the hypocrisy and ignorance there because you have to try to not hear about that story. No, 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 no. Talk to the Scottish about that trick. (laughs) Got him again, now. But here's what I like about Scotland's, Scotland's playing England's game now. They're going down there and they're sitting in Parliament and just screwing with them. Just showing up in suits when they were tipping. Did you guys, I don't know if the news made it up here, but there was a story in like three newspapers about how um, the Scottish MPs were tipping in the House of Commons bar, and that wasn't allowed, and then they were trying to change the rules so it could be, and you just know they got together and were like, what will really trap Cameron's ass? Can we park in his parking space? He doesn't have a parking space. He likes to drink in that bar. Let's go tip the bartenders and really mess with his eaten ass. All right, one, two, three, Scotland! And then he just did it. Uh, it's just the best thing because ta- it's just watching. And from a Canadian perspective, it's very interesting because Canada, we had a similar situation with French Canada, where French Canada almost separated, and uh, and then they essentially they just sort of stayed in their province, and then they lost all of their resources, and their infrastructure really crumbled, and now they're having to act like they weren't total douches to the rest of the country. And I like what Scotland's doing. Is Scotland's like, no, we're not going anywhere. We're cool. We're cool with it. Actually, we we made the decision. We're fine with it. But we all need you to remember that it was our choice to stay. (laughs) And now we're just gonna have a lot of fun on the behalf (laughs) of the royal family and the upper class of England by saying things like, that's our oil, never forget it. What did we do with the oil? We just lit some of it on fire. It's ours after all. (laughs) What are you gonna do now? And I, and I really like it. I, did, I didn't really have a dog in the race in the independence race, I say that now. I was really rooting for you, Scotland, to go nowhere, based purely on the fact that I have a lot of currency in pounds, and I like that it's remained strong, as opposed to that dip. And now Canada's really reduced in currency, so Christmas this year is gonna be a hoot for me. <laughs> I'm just gonna go every day to a bank with one pound coin and watch them have to give me back paper money, and then I'm going to laugh in their faces. <laughs> I think I technically now make slightly more money than a few of my friends based purely on the fact of the exchange rate and I will be bringing it up mm-hmm. all of the time. <laughs> <laughs> and do you still live in Dublin? Where do you? Live in London. Yeah. Ah, the Irishman's dream to be raised, born in America, raised in Dublin, and now live in London to hear about what the English have been saying about you people for over a hundred years. <laughs> do you work in a bar in uh, London? Yeah, I work for called Sweet, chili. Sweet and Chili. Yeah. Is it owned by Alan Sugar and his friend, (laughs) Doug Pepper? (laughs) Alan Gage? I don't know why, but I found that name very funny, but no one else did. (laughs) Yeah, because like, Alan Gage, like, are we gonna take him down? Let's call Alan Gage, get it? Engage, just me. Anyway, so, and what does sweet and chili do? event bars and bars consultancy, hence why you're here doing flair bartending. Have <laughs> you finished your beer yet? You are? <laughs> can I? Can you do, like, a trick with the glass? Um, I
1: could,
0: yeah. I don't know. on the venue, and I can run faster than I look, so, okay. uh, <laughs> let's give this a hoot. Alright, mm-hmm. grab the glass. Let's try it. Or do you want to try it with the plastic bottle? Can we try boil that plastic and bottle for a second? More. Alright. One, okay. Diva... Oh, thank you, Gemma, for being a sport. Can you... I'm not doing <laughs> l- language, Kieran, Sorry, there's a young boy. Sake, yeah. Gosh, Holly, who, and Buffycock, right, buddy?
1: I'm only doing one very small, simple one. All right. That's just that.
0: Okay, do that again. Whoa. <clears throat> yeah. Jamie, right there was the entire movie of the... the entire plot of the movie Cocktail. If you've never seen that movie, it's about Tom Cruise. Pardon me? It's a
1: 15.
0: It's a 15? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, I never remember. What's your name, brother? Chris. Chris. Yeah. And Chris, this is your son, 12 years old. Yeah. Proud? Expensely. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what word that was, but I liked it. I think you said supertisiously. That's how proud he is. He made up a new word to express how proud he was. It means super duper proud. And Chris, what do you do for a living? Uh, I'm a media consultant. You're a media consultant. And which media conglomerate do you work for? Uh, Channel Five. Channel Five. A lot, uh, BBC, CNN, CNBC. Oh, like like actual ones? Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes sometimes in the UK you meet like media consultants. Who do you work for? I work for a man's dog. He has a blog. <laughs> it's pretty exciting, <laughs> especially at this festival where you'll see like shows getting reviewed by like. Uh, www.gracesredshed.blogspot.eu. Like, what? That's not... And so, uh, who's the most famous person you've met? Uh, Tony Blair. Tony Blair? You uh, used, to used to be a journalist. Interesting. Who did you write for? Channel 4 News. Channel 4 News? Yeah. Are they good? So, Gemma likes them, and Gemma... <laughs> <laughs> Gemma speaks her mind. Um, <laughs> That's very exciting. So you worked for Channel you met t- You used to work for Now you're a media consultant. And when did you meet Tony Blair in the good years or the other parts of his leadership? Both sides. Both sides. Here's the problem with Tony Blair: is he looks like a guy who's just farted in someone's glass, and he's waiting for that person to take a drink. Do you know what I mean? Not really. No. I'll explain. <laughs> so you've ever been like at a party, right? And uh, so you leave the room for a minute. And you're with like one of your friends who's like the sketchy friend, who like when you go to the party beforehand, you have to be like, listen, he's coming. I'm really sorry for what he breaks. He will apologize. He usually wears a trench coat even when it's hot and he just kind of shuffles. And he always thinks like stuff like doing like, like farting on your food is funny. And you're like, it's not funny, that's my food. Jamie, never act like this kind of person never fart on people's food. I don't know if it's really something that happens in the UK but Canada. We have this perception of being polite, but that's because we don't give our idiots passports. (laughs) We make them stay in the country and they they that's why our country's kind of politically really in a big bad way, because we let all of our idiots remain while every other country's like, yeah yeah, go travel. Get going. Good. They're gone. They're gone. Thank God we let them stay, which is why our Prime Minister uh, tried to uh, build a pipeline that would have put a hole in the ozone layer in one to three years, and his response was, the ozone layer had it coming. (laughs) I don't know if that's a direct quote, but that's what his eyes said when I read the article. And as a journalist, you know that poetic license is totally allowed when you're reporting, if you're Brian Williams from NBC. Uh, Oh yeah, what, too soon? You don't know him, and some of you didn't even get that joke. It was just for me and Chris, so that's fine. Because I read about news in North America because they have exciting news. Because they put attractive people in charge of doing the news, and they don't understand it, so they make so many mistakes. Unlike here in the UK, where you still use journalists, which makes the news that much sadder, because it's a really ugly, fat dude being like, today more people died. You're like, oh my God, he must be serious. Is he weeping from his forehead? Someone get him a doctor. Call Liz. Remember? Anyway. Anyway. And so, yeah, that's how I feel about Tony Blair. But are you, are you a fan of Tony Blair or are you a n- name? Uh, mixed. Mixed. Um, Journalist. I'm um, impartial. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you learned that one from Rupert Murdoch there, Chris? Did I mention Sky? You did not, and I appreciate that. Although I will say this about Rupert Murdoch. He does at least do the benefit of being an evil person who looks like an evil person. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's walking around with this super tall Asian wife that you're pretty sure like, she's yeah. kicked. Is this his ex-wife? Oh man, I was too focused. Pardon me? I've been doing a festival, brother, I'm sorry. And I've been. Six weeks ago? Six months ago? Divorced? I wonder why. Do you know? I couldn't possibly comment. <laughs> oh. oh! Come on, Chris, you can give us a scoop! I can't believe what Chris just told us, it was shocking. That was a joke, of course. Chris uh, maintained his journalistic integrity. He is the Edward R. Murrow of journalists who bring their kids to podcasts and then engage in conversation. Edward R. Murrow is a famous American journalist. Uh, he's most known for exposing um, the, um, all the uh, McCarthy trials in the 1950s and also was one of the first big advocates for not smoking. He smoked uh, 40 to 50 cigarettes a day and he was challenged to not smoke for 15 minutes and he began weeping. <laughs> and so he then tried to quit and then instead stopped being around anymore because there's a kid here and i don't know how much his father has educated him about life so now i'm going to move on to another topic jamie favorite ice cream flavor <laughs> <laughs> mm. chocolate good answer good answer how are we doing for time Ooh, time to wrap it up now jamie you have been an excellent audience member you've learned a lot you've seen flare bartending you've learned that only italians can make italian food and you know when you're looking for a doctor, don't go with Liz. She doesn't, <laughs> she doesn't know what a pancreas is. <laughs> so just final thoughts on the show. Anything you'd like to share? Nope. nope. That's fine. Let's go to Jim instead. Jim, final thoughts on the show. Anything you'd like to say? Make sure they're electrifying.
1: <laughs> Not really <enough. laughs>
0: Nothing really, no? Nothing really, no? Final question for you, Jim. Favorite part of your time in France? Uh, The Alps. The Alps. (laughs) Beautiful. That's good. They are very nice, right? They're like so big and uh, Did you go skiing? Have you been up there skiing? Uh, No, no, no. You can't ski. Well, you could. You're man enough to just bring skis and go, (laughs) I don't need snow. And then that's, of course, how you would die. But you would have a great (laughs) last. He died how he wanted to. Falling off of a cliff. (laughs) Simon, final words from you. A piece of advice. Anything you want to say. Just say something, brother, for God's sake.
1: Nothing comes to mind?
0: This is why Scotland's not known for its poetry. <laughs> you, you go to an Irish person, anything you have to say, we don't have time to get into it. <laughs> All right, Sergio, it's up to you. I look to it, as, as, as the UK has often looked to Italy for advice, food, and then an enemy during both of those world wars. Yeah. What, too soon? I enjoyed that one. It was very accurate and interesting, and the Irish people, you don't get to laugh at all. You guys sat that one out and declared it an emergency, which is the most passive-aggressive reaction to a war I've ever seen, not a war, it's an emergency. No, it's a war. No, it's not, but it is. Ah, well, go fuck yourself. How about that? Don't ever use those words. now. Sergio, final thoughts are yours. Oh, before that, by the way, I know it was free to get in. Newsflash, it's not free to get out. (laughs) And and we're not talking this coin nonsense, something that folds, all right? I have to prepare my legal case for when Chris comes after me for journalistic integrity reasons, which I don't know if is a law, but it probably is somewhere, right, Chris? Oh, yeah. yeah, see? <laughs> I'm in trouble. And I also have to hire security from Jim, who d- d- I don't think knows that I'm joking about him beating me up. I think he's legitimately about to crack his knuckles and take me down. And he's an electrical engineer. He knows what to do with the body put it in a grave, that's what you should do. Now, again, that was a joke, one person understood it, and she's from Ireland, dark sense of humor on her. (laughs) Sergio, final piece of advice, anything you want to say, hit me, not actually, leave that to Jim. About what? Anything you want, brother. I found a really funny, really nice show. I agree. Thank you for Sergio, for Jimmy, for Chris, for Jim, for Liz, for Nathan, for Jordan. I'm John H6. Have a good night. I'll see you later. Bye.